This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you, you stop listening right now. <laughs> You're racist, Matt. You're racist. I'm not racist. I'm not racist. Yes, you are racist. Okay. Tell me how I'm racist. Because you hate people that aren't you. <laughs> you believe that people are different based on their race from the ground up. And that to me is yes. the definition of racism. Because if you because if you look at somebody and you say, I hate them because they're black, or I hate them because they're Asian, or I hate them because fill in the blank. Yeah. Um that's that's racist because you have no basis for it. But I look at people and I say, they did XYZ. That makes them a piece of shit, and I hate them. That's not racist mm-hmm. because I'm hating them for a reason. Yeah. But if you hate them from from without any experience with them, then that makes you racist. I don't hate any of them. I just don't want to be around them ever at all for any reason. <laughs> that's not racism. That's ladies wisdom. and gentlemen. Welcome to the Grumpy Hour with Matt and Ad. That's not racism. Uh, that's wisdom because you know I don't right. like my car broken into or my my. Uh, uh, people in my life getting raped. You know, I don't like getting shot with a gun for no reason. Manna from heaven, sweet nectar of life. Uh, <clears throat> do you have anything to talk about tonight, or what's? Welcome to get that some thought. Trap up broadcasting flagship show. Matt yeah. just lit a cigarette, so I'll just monologue for a second while he drowns his problems in cancer. Um. I can talk and smoke at the same time. I'm at Dr. Joseph Farrell does it all the time when he talks about secret Nazis. Not familiar. Uh, I'm Addison. Get familiar Joining with Dr. me Joseph is Farrell. my uh, cancerous racist co-host. <laughs> Listen, there are real-world scientific bases. Um, scientific bases? Yes. Not for, just military ones. For, for <laughs> violence, increased aggression, and, and, and diminished... Intelligence, you know, among higher melanin uh, races. We were of people. talking the other day, okay. and we were talking about how the show has improved. And Actually, uh, on that the show we did, which I'll talk about in a moment, and please be reasonable. Um, but we were talking the other day about the improvement that our relationship has had over the years, and the improvement that the show has. Mm-hmm. And I would like to attribute it to one single thing: our hatred of other people who no, are no. us. <laughs> well, no, no, it's and that's not racist. I mean, white people too. Yeah, yeah, all of them. No, it's attributable to one single attribute, and it's your ability to, because in the beginning, I think that this was more of an issue, and it's it's your ability that you've perfected to ignore me when I try and derail you. Yes, yeah. Like, seriously, that's, <laughs> that is the single thing that has improved not only this show, but our relationship. Because in the beginning, I would make a little joke like that, and you would, like, shit a brick, and mm-hmm. tonight, I made it while you were still talking, and, and there was, like, a half of a smirk, you were like, and then you just moved right on. Yeah, yeah. And, and... Cheers to you, sir. Because I'm, I'm uh, impressed, and yeah, because what you say isn't it has no relevance usually. <laughs> so I just I just keep powering through. Uh, yeah, this is giving it some thought. But Matt and I appeared on Please Be Reasonable, uh, a, a show with uh, Sam Tonell and Josh Hedlund, and it's available wherever podcasts are. And I believe the episode uh, they tweeted today. I believe the episode that we that we were on um, that we recorded is going to be coming out tomorrow, the same day as this one. Yeah. So you will have to choose which one you like best, dear listener. Or you could listen to one and then the other. Well, let's let's you know? not overwhelm people. Uh, uh, both have us, so mm-hmm. you're guaranteed <laughs> the <laughs> finest quality uh, podcast you that that money can cannot buy. That's right, because it's for free. <laughs> it is for free. Um, but yeah, great conversation with those guys. Tremendous. We did. Um, we did it. What was it? Probably a month and a half ago, and they lost a hard drive. Um, and and the content is forever in the zeitgeist. Uh, lost in the ethers, as they say. I noticed that he bought uh, a new MacBook because you well, know. I think he said new used. Oh, but new to him. Yeah, but it's still it's, it's still like a Mac, so it's still Apple. So like I I, I guess he didn't learn his lesson. <laughs> I guess he didn't learn his lesson. Apple Apple their hardware is Come to much the more reliable, side. man. Well. Well, it's, except and in terms of Android versus iOS, now Android has always had had the ability to do certain things that iOS hasn't. That I and I've used both. This is what yeah. people say. They're like, "You dirty Android hippie! You don't you don't understand." And I've no no no. I've spent year, multiple years at a time on iOS, 
um, and it's shit. <laughs> it's, it's you can't do anything, and it, literally, it feel and other people, other like tech bloggers and things like this, have sort of gone down through this, and and noted the same thing. To me, it feels like the OS is written backwards. Like you have to do extra steps to do little things. Yeah, it's just nonsense. Yeah, it's nonsense. And I understand if you're in that ecosystem and you've bought all your your music and movies through iTunes, and and that's you know you've got the Apple Home, the Apple TV, and everything's kind of all one. I get that. That's great, fantastic. But but the, but having used both, yeah, iOS is shit. Here's the thing: <laughs> there's no extreme. You either have to be Apple junkie, everything Apple. It seems that way, yeah, or not at all. Yeah. Because you, you you know you 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 oh you have an iPhone yeah and you want to have a PC ha 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 how dare you try yeah. integrating those two yeah, yeah. apparently by it's the way easier I, in like the last three years this old junkie but... computer I have it's like fifteen years old yeah ten years old whatever mm-hmm. um well it's only eight years old man but it feels like fifteen because of all the BBW porn just so you yeah right uh um <laughs> anyway uh so there's uh, Apple updates because somebody downloaded iTunes on it one time. <laughs> and I st- it's still because I got it from a friend, so it's still the same operating system and everything. I yeah, just, you know, just um, yeah. Didn't really delete a whole lot, a lot of their stuff. Right. Um. I haven't in the past, but but somebody had downloaded iTunes on there. Yeah. I've uninstalled iTunes. I don't know how 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 many times I can tell you, and it reinstalls <laughs> it overnight. All like like every other month, it'll reinstall. How is that possible? I will go from that that nap this evening. Like an and hour, what, and, and iTunes was, is just greeting there was like, you there. iTunes update, you know, and I tried uh, downloading all the uh, everything I could find that was that was anything Apple on that on that PC, and it uh-huh. still will pop up being like, "You haven't updated iTunes in this many days." It's like I don't use it. I've deleted it so many times. I, so yeah, that's what's that infuriating about it. No, it it is it is because oh, I'm not arguing. I'm just because when when they say, "Hey, you can uninstall this," no, you can't. You can't. <laughs> and the thing that bugs me about Apple, and here's here's why Wrong. I, I won't ever use it, an Apple product if I can possibly stay in, uh, possibly help it. Yeah, possibly help it is uh, you don't you don't have the right to your information. If you take a picture on an iPhone, Apple owns it first, and you own it second. That I information I, uh, information on the iCloud mm-hmm. is the property of Apple. Information on well, you can choose on, not to use that. Yeah, it's just it's then you are severely limited by whatever like the space on yes, your phone. Yes, yes, yes. You, you can put, use you, either, you can use other backup services. Yeah. Like you could choose to upload those to Dropbox if you wanted to. But here's the thing: you either play but, the Apple game, or you or, get severely penalized. Or the Apple for game it. plays you. <laughs> well, or you get severely penalized. It. Yeah. You don't want to use iCloud. Well, you got to bend over backwards and jump through seventeen hoops in order to yeah. to to not do that yeah. you know uh you want to not have the newest iPhone hey guess what the next 3 updates you're going to get are all going to make your phone run slower yeah which that's a proven fact yeah. is that their updates everyone complains about that yeah when you you have a second generation iPhone or or whatever generation you have yeah. it's not the, the newest one when that yeah. new one comes out and they they give everybody the update for the Speaking software Speaking of that I think we're 6 days away from the iPhone 8 being announced oh will you be pre-ordering that so so wait a minute wait a minute <laughs> They they have announced the date for announcing their product. Yeah, but all tech companies do that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I know you're not really integrated in that. Yeah. Because yeah. Google's got it. Well, Google actually hasn't announced uh, an event for the Pixel 2, but it will should be in October probably. Yeah. They'll probably send out, because they send out invites to the press. So this phone's going to have two Pixels, huh? That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty, Maybe you can rub them together and make a third. Pretty uh, neato. <laughs> No, dude, I'm, and I, I, I have to say, that I, I said the Pixel XL, Google launched it, launched it last year. It, it has been seriously the best experience I've ever had with a mobile device. Yeah. I mean, it never slows down. It never lags. It just, you go from program to program. I mean, it just, and every update is just better. Like, I just got the 8.0, the Android Oreo that they just announced, and it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Like, it's... Yeah, I've never been happier with the device. Like, because I'm even thinking, because you know, when the new one comes out, you know how I get, you know, my little my little tech peepee, you know, rises to the occasion. So I'm already thinking, I'm like, hmm, Pixel Two, interesting. Yeah. But I, 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 this time for real, I don't think I could justify it because this one works perfectly. Yeah. Like it's not like you know it's slowed down. I'm kind of like, eh, you know, let's get something new. Like it's just it's unbelievable. Well, I'll I'll be in the market for a phone here in maybe a month or two. Yeah, so, um, it's my plan to get a new phone. Uh, but so so, are you still gonna go the the pay as you go route, forty bucks a month I type thing? I don't or? know. I don't know yet. Yeah, 
we'll see. Because uh, I think I think there's well there's still cricket, but I think uh, I think there's a T-Mobile one that you can they call it the Walmart plan on our T-Mobile on Reddit uh-huh. because uh, you I think you pick up the sim at, at Walmart and stuff and it's I think it's thirty bucks a month. Yeah, and I don't think it's unlimited data, but with where you've got Wi-Fi, I don't think you'd really run into a problem, and you'd Probably be able to not. you'd be able to call you know like a person. Be great. Well, and you'd get and Matt, you would get Telegram back. You would get Telegram. And I'd be so happy. Telegram has calls now. They've done amazing things. I don't think that I would get Telegram back. Because the problem with Telegram wasn't that I can't download the app on this phone because I've I've had it on there in the past. Well, the you would just have to do it with a new email. number. That's what I mean. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it would be a new account. Yeah. It was tied to an email address I don't use anymore and I have forgotten the password for. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's I'm not trying to be sympathetic to. Yeah. Other shortcomings. Well. <laughs> You know, I, here's you gotta have all your passwords protected by one password. Do you not know? I don't know how I don't know how that stuff works, and I don't care. Yeah, that's you the don't. Thing. It's true, and it's that's fine. Yeah, it's not it's not the thing. It's not something I care about. I thought I had a fleeting thought the other day. I thought to myself for like for about twelve to eighteen hours, I had this thought the other day when I was awake, and I was like, it, it wasn't a sleeping thought, as you have, mm-hmm. but it was. And I was thinking to myself, I was like. Because I had just, I gotten into a weird place, a weird headspace, a little bit of anxiety, a little bit of depression, but you know, not not a great spot. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, I think that a good portion of my depression comes from things I feed myself through my phone, through Facebook and whatever other means. Yeah. And I thought to myself, I was like, I, because I could sell my smartwatch and my phone and make a couple hundred bucks, to be honest, probably 500 bucks off the both of them. And I could just, I could, I could go flip phone. Like I, I literally, I could, I pondered it for like a day and I was like, I could, I could get a flip phone. I could, I could do it, but I don't know. It would be hard. You'd probably go through withdrawal for a little bit. Cause you know, you wouldn't have yeah. that instant, pull it out, check it, look at it. Time yeah. killer. Thing. But I found myself doing that. When I have no reason to at all. Yeah, everyone does it. It's 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 and that that to me every every so here's the way I've been thinking about it. Every second, like if I get a notification or something, if you text me or something or whatever, like then of course you look at it and then you reply. But there'll be no notifications, which I have also piloted to my wrist with the smartwatch. There'll be no notifications, and I know that I haven't felt anything, I haven't heard anything, we don't have anything, and I'll pull the phone out just to pull it out. Yeah. And I and the thought that I keep having that is kind of upsetting to me is that every second that I do that as a father of two beautiful kids, when I could spend it on them, is a wasted second. Yeah. Or collection of seconds or minutes, however much time it is. You know? Like, isn't that... I, I think that's reasonable. Yeah, it is. Um, but uh, we're conditioned, though, through this, these, these phones. Are. Yeah, we are. To uh, to, con- to constantly be picking at them, even when there's nothing to do on them, or what we've 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 already scrolled Reddit. And exactly. All the yeah. links are purple, right? Mm-hmm. So there's no reason for us to to open Reddit up again, but we do. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways. And it's, it's you know it keeps us distracted. Yeah, which is I think part of the purpose. You know, you don't give somebody br- bright, shiny, awesome toys unless they have some sort of nefarious reason. I I, I don't know, man. Like I get into my conspiracy mind, and I think there's so much good evidence for the fact that there was a breakaway culture a hundred years ago, and you know the elite or whomever have a lot, a uh, lot more fancy, interesting technology than we do. You know, you think so? I think I think I think there there is I, there's there's a lot of uh, kind of there's a lot of evidence that there was a group of people in the later part of the 19th century or early 20th century who um had a technology that that frankly we was light years above us like I don't think that that crash in Roswell. Mm-hmm. Was aliens? I don't think UFOs. Oh, you think it was just high tech that went wrong? Exactly. I I don't I don't think I don't think that okay. the UFOs. I would have thought we, you went aliens, but we okay. see in the sky are aliens. I don't. <coughs> oh, so you're much more of the nature. It's just unid- by unif- unidentified flying objects. It's just objects that the government or whoever 
or billionaires or whoever I don't, have I don't even, that we don't I, have. I don't even think it's the government. I, I just think I think it's a, a group of people who um, who uh, don't see themselves as being uh, maybe human anymore or a part of the human race anymore or, or, or different from us. Um, you know, uh, a, a group of people, breakaway culture, that's it's, it's when a culture, their technology advances so swiftly that they leave everybody else behind. And I think that that's part of, I, I think maybe that's what explains the UFO encounters. Yeah. Um, I think it might be onto something. I mean, I think, that I think, theory is just as plausible as, well, aliens are flying a boot. Yeah. Like, I mean, it really I is, think it's more plausible you know? when you get into the vastness of the, of the universe. And uh, yeah, it's a lot more plausible because, you, you know, two cultures don't. Uh, you, the conquistadors didn't like just buzz over the Inca, <laughs> yeah, you know, and be like, hey guys, and you know, no, they they came because they wanted their stuff. Came, they saw the conquered, yeah, you know, but so, so I don't think aliens are going to visit this planet just for you know scientific purposes, just to, to explore, yeah, no, 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 if they're coming to explore, they're, they're, they're coming, coming with to take things, yeah, and because we haven't seen that, that I don't think that we actually. The, there's a good evidence for extraterrestrial aliens visiting this planet. I think it's a much more, given the vastness of the universe. Yeah, I think it's a much, much more plausible um, idea that at some point in the last 200 years of human history, groups of people gained access to technology vastly superior to what everybody else had, and they themselves withdrew away from society yeah. and formed their own thing. Devil's advocate, though. If, with the powers that be, you know, because you don't have a high-powered telescope, right? You're not looking in the corners of the universe. I don't have a high-powered telescope. I'm not looking in the corners of the universe. Mm -hmm. The vast majority of people don't have high-powered telescopes, okay? Only certain entities control those. Now, if they saw aliens or evidence of aliens or extraterrestrials of any sort, would they share that information? No, absolutely Like, do you think it'd be on the cover of Time magazine? No. We found aliens. No. Like, it's sort of this perpetuated idea that, like, well, we're always still searching, and maybe we'll find it. But- to be honest, they could have found it thirty years ago, and and I, I think that information would be kept would be played close to the vest. Absolutely, like Absolutely I would. think only the people that need to know that would know that. Yeah. So that being said, maybe we've maybe we, <laughs> maybe we've contracted a deal, and all all the UFOs we do see are aliens, and they just well we got permission. Yeah, no flies. Yep, yeah, you guys fly here, we fly there. Bring bring your alien little boys that we can have sex with. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't think that it's that it's there aliens only sex uh, but um just there's there's a lot especially with like the um the work in Nikola Tesla like you see so many of these uh great scientists whose work is just completely just taken over right and they die penniless right uh Tesla's one of them John Teeter is another like guys who were kind of on the cutting edge of uh what could physically be possible. Um, in this universe, and you see, then then their their work disappears, their journals disappear. Uh, they get discredited and they die penniless. Well, I think there's a probably a reason for that. Um, you know, a lot of those guys challenge the fossil fuel um, narrative. Yeah. Well, the fossil fuel. Uh, how how do you say it? Um, Hierarchy or eh, yeah, kind of. Um, the system in place, if you will, for fossil yeah, fuels. Yeah. yeah. And it's so profitable that, of course, but see, then they're not why going is to. Elon Musk like TED Talks and cover of Time Magazine and Elon? Because Musk. it's propaganda. Because it's propaganda. They want us to think that, oh yes, that's the vision we need to go after. And if we just buy these expensive electric cars, and if we just drive a different way, and it's also, I think, I, I think that, that, but they're not expensive. The Model Three, it's very. Hold on, hold on. Let me finish okay. my thought. Okay. So I, th- I think the, I think the, the, that right now they're expensive. Yeah, but they will be just as expensive in the future. Okay, because depending on depending on what, what you drive, because the goal I think of the environmental movement push, no, the right. global warming, right, is isn't for us to save the planet. It's because uh, the people who run these uh, the big oil fossil fuel power structure right sure. now that's in place to make money off of people. When we've had uh, zero, you know, we've had uh, uh, this um, electric car technology for a hundred years. Oh yeah, yeah. The well, technology we that. to have cars yeah. that are just as efficient as they are now has been around for a hundred years. Essentially, yeah. 
for for uh, electric and and if car it wasn't technology. It, it, like the way batteries have gone anyways like the batteries we have in our phones it's like the way that that technology has progressed it's it had, it would have always been able to go yeah along so we progress we've gotten to a point where the narrative is hey fossil fuels are destroying the planet now we got to get away from them i think the goal isn't to save the planet the goal is a carbon tax because in order to 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 make electric vehicles just as profitable as fossil fuel powered ones. Uh-huh. You need to have some way, some way that somebody is paying constantly for that car, that vehicle, that that electricity into their house. And I think that the carbon tax is the way that that, that that's going to be put into place. We already You see- mean for everybody? You don't mean the manufacturers of No, yes, yeah, for everybody. Okay, so you drive this model car. It's not quite as efficient as the top of the line cars, so you have, to, you have to pay $100, $200 more every year for your, to make up for your carbon footprint. And and they're going to have to... They're, yeah, but see, couldn't but you just... like That seems a little unfeasible. No, it, it's, it, it's not, because you, we register now for our cars, right? And we have to have emissions inspections, right? Uh, I don't, after a certain year, you don't. Newer cars, you don't. Well, yeah, but the older ones, sure. Yeah. So you have the newer, more efficient car, you don't have to pay anything. But if you have the older car, you have to pay for having an older car. Oh, so you think they would just like up that and be like every yeah, like, mm, yeah. Well, escalated. Mm. So I, I I think a carbon Maybe. carbon tax is is Eminent. one one of the whole end game end games is to have everybody pay for their footprint, uh, their carbon footprint, quote unquote, and exaggerate it. So flip side though, I think I think people are really starting to reject the idea that we're destroying the planet. Hear me out. Mm-hmm. Al Gore, like that whole thing. I mean, there's there's nobody that takes that seriously. No serious scientist. No serious economist. Like the the stuff that he did with an inconvenient um an inconvenient book, an inconvenient movie, like all that stuff. Yeah, it was all propaganda. He, it was, but, but then so is Stephen Hawking and big science and Neil deGrasse Tyson. That's all well, propaganda yes, as well. But 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 also like. Because Al Gore did this whole big speaking tour and all this other stuff, and and all you hear about, at least me, and who knows, maybe it's just my echo chamber, but all you hear about is, well, he drives all the all these vehicles, he flies all these private jets, so he's not, he doesn't believe what he's saying. Number one, which is the biggest thing that it's false, is if they don't believe it themselves, and number two, everything he predicted a bunch of things that would happen in 2016, four or five, whenever that was, that that, that all that stuff happened, none of them happened, right? So. I think I think the idea that the science is let me trying to phrase this. So the, the, I think whether we're looking at the environment and we're looking at certain things and we're saying, well, what's going on here? Okay, and I think the interpretation is what's wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think the interpretation that humans are destroying the environment is not correct, yeah. and I think people are starting to warm up to that idea, pun intended, because because. Um, you know, the, the, we know that the universe and the galaxy and, and Earth in particular has always gone through warming and cooling periods. Yeah. And, and just because we're in a warming one doesn't necessarily mean that there's a huge problem wrong. Now, it can it, we can look at it and say, well, what exactly are we doing? And are we affecting that or accelerating that change or accelerating it to be warmer overall? But even still, like, how do you look at that with... Because the current technology we have can't look back through all those periods or look forward to those periods. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think people are, are getting to that point where they're like, I don't really know what the science, like, I don't think climate change is, is the political football was like, say three years ago. I don't feel like, I mean, did Donald Trump and Hillary even mention it? Like when they were, when it was a big oh, yeah. thing for them, yeah. did they? I mean, the Paris thing was a big attention. thing, but, but remember like, we're not average. We're not part of the average. That's true. Okay. So the average 20 year old right now, who's grown up, Paying attention to CNN and thinking right, about- watching Bill Nye as a kid. Now he watches Bill Nye on Netflix, yeah, and tells him how you know there's seventeen thousand different genders and whatnot. <laughs> um, but they they they've grown up believing that that that, that climate change is that is, yeah. that man made climate change is a settled. Well, fact. Well, the biggest danger too, I think. A lot yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Um, it's not a settled fact. Uh, and anytime I think when you have an emerging field of science uh-huh. and climate. Climate uh, science is an emerging field. Like we've always had meteorologists, yeah, and people who look look at the weather, yeah, throughout human history, whatever you call them, right? You know, you call them the 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 clan chief or, or you know, meteorologists, meteorologists whatever, for yeah. Channel Five News. They're always we've always had people whose whose 
pretty much they they track track the weather for us. Okay, look at this guy. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's what megaliths are all about. You know, these these aligned like, like Stonehenge, right? Oh, right, right. To, mm-hmm. to, to, to track the the movement of stars and planets and things like that. So we've always had that around, but anytime there's an emerging science, well, an emerging science like climate change. Okay, um, 150 years ago it was steam. A technology, right? Right. Okay. Um, a hundred years ago, it was uh, petroleum technologies. Yeah. Right? Now it's uh, climate change is an emerging science. And now we have prof- professors and, and people who are studying climate change mm-hmm. at, as their major in college, which 20 years ago didn't, didn't happen. Have that. Yeah. Okay. Anytime you have that, uh, an emerging science that comes along, field of science, and in that field of science, 98% of the scientists believe the same exact thing <laughs> about that emerging field. new field frontier of science right? with so many unknowns and so many uncharted variables. It's propaganda. It's not science. See, I do agree with that. It's yeah. propaganda. And yeah. for the past 20 years, you've had almost unanimous support among "Quote unquote climate change experts, right, or just uh, scientists who study the climate who have said global warming is a thing from the jump, from the jump, yeah, since it became a thing twenty years ago until now, they've ninety eight percent of them have all said yep, global warming is oh, a problem. Global warming yep. is definitely a problem. It's definitely happening. Yeah, it's absolutely happening. <laughs> and the two percent who have like been like, hey, come on, guys." Maybe it's it's not settled science yet. Right. We still need to to, to really look at it. Or the, demonized the data. They're demonized from the and they're they're, yeah. they're not given uh, a pulpit. Right. Yeah. They're given. You, you don't get on on CNN and can talk. You know, if you're a climate denier. <laughs> yeah. Which is the term that they use. You either you're either a climate scientist who is a reasonable, well thought out, good looking person, or you're a dirty climate denier. You probably eat babies and you smell really weird. <laughs> uh, I've got a question for you on a totally different topic. As long as we're done. Yeah, let's I change the cigarette as a cue. <laughs> let's change topics. Uh, a relit cigarette, though, man. I don't know how you do it. I, ugh. <coughs> well, that's how. <laughs> Ahem. Yeah. Uh, so here was something. So I use Google Keep for all my notes and save links for the show and stuff. Here's something I threw in here a little while ago. I meant to ask it on a show. It's been a couple of weeks now. And I still want to ask it and get your opinion on it. And I'm kind of curious and just we can kind of discuss it out. <laughs> Did we lose the ability to perform miracles, whatever they are, right, in Christ's name? And, like, was it a secret or an art form that was, like, lost or... Is it still happening? And and what would you say necessarily today's miracles are? I mean, they're obviously not. We're not raising people from the dead, which they did in Scripture. If if we believe it is infallible, right? And we'll use that sure, as the basis. Sure. Uh, yeah, miracles. Okay, so I believe in the degradation of man. Okay, which is every generation that goes by, man uh-huh. gets worse, and that's happened okay. since the fall. I don't know that I've heard that. Spelled out quite like that, but okay. okay. That's happened cool. since the fall. All right. So every every generation, yeah, every you know, couple hundred years or so, just one after the other, mankind gets a little bit shittier. Okay. Okay. We don't do it. We we're not as good as we used to be. Okay. Okay. And every generation degrades. So, uh, I mean, we see this in science, right? You see, you have you start with a perfect specimen, and you have that you follow track of, say, whatever it is, bacteria. Yeah, perfect specimen of that bacteria, and you look at that bacteria forty gen- generations later, and it's degraded. It's not the same. Okay, okay? maybe it's evolved. Maybe it's some things about it has changed, but overall, it's it's not as strong as the original specimen was because there's degradation over time. Right. In bloodlines and species and 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 just in the cells themselves right okay all cells degrade and so you would have uh anyway um so i think that that adam in the garden mm-hmm. was probably if you put him on a power level with jesus during his ministry yeah same level so just the perfected yes complete of master of the universe yeah so and also you know i've talked before about how i, I think that they're 
reality is made up both of the spiritual and the physical. Right. And the reality just isn't the physical. It's also the spiritual. Yeah. And for Adam, I don't think that those things were just two distinct things. They were the same thing. It was one. It was one thing. University was when you was have the him. fall of man, that's when you have that that's the tear. Yeah. Right? And it starts with man being separated from the paradise, the walled garden, right? Mm-hmm. So chaos then becomes... The ruler. Like he's, no, he, he's no longer protected from chaos, right? right? He's in the garden. He's in the, There's the wall. Chaos is introduced, and you immediately have degradation, right? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> right, with the one son that killed the other one, for example. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think then you have that as as they go on, right? It starts, Adam lives like 930 years, and then... Oh, okay, with Seth the genealogies. Lives, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seth lives a little bit less and a little bit less, and then there's a spike with Methuselah. <laughs> well, he just took his supplements. And then... <laughs> his his beetroot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then uh, they all they, they all go down from there. Uh-huh, to where okay. we are now. Yeah. Yeah. And I, th- I think that... that 70 some odd years. We see... We see, uh, if if you're trusting the Bible as you know historical canon, mm-hmm. I think that you you do see that degradation over time, and that does happen. So that's so interesting. Hmm. Uh, so can, that being said, can, they just lost the ability to wield magic. Then is where you're yeah, going with this. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. And I, I think I think that the, the the reason why you know Enoch, the fifth from Adam, right? Yeah. When he, he so he's throwing lightning bolts and stuff. He's well, right it says there. He, he walks with <laughs> like he walked with God, right? Like he. Like for him, the spiritual and the physical was still the same thing, and he was still able to see, um, you know, Noah perfect in his generations, right? Like he was right. able to f- foresee and understand that the flood was coming, you know, through by revelation from God, of course. But he was still able to 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 know and understand and, and perceive yeah. the world around him for what it really was when everybody else was losing their mind, right? Essentially, and yeah, going crazy. Mm. So I think that that over time, we've lost that. I think that spiritual development is not a discipline of education anymore. And I think in... When do you pa- think that was the, lost, though? Well, the, the past, uh, spirituality as a discipline in education, I think, was something. Whether that's, you know, not state education, but personal education, the development of the spiritual was... was something that happened. Yeah. the mo- yeah. You know, we used to be the most learned man in your community, your tribe, was the shaman, right? He was the smartest guy. And he was also the one with the connection to the divine. Um, you know, going back to classic Greek philosophy, philosophy the Hellenistic period right. of Greece, you have these Greek philosophers, but to them, philosophy wasn't figuring out how to avoid suffering mm-hmm. the way it is now. Yeah. Right? Trying to explain away the condition of mankind, which with the humanists of uh, starting about 200 years ago, I think that's what we had, is we had... Trying to explain away the the suffering of mankind as something other than um, original sin. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the Hellenists in, in you know Plato, Aristotle, Socrates, morons. Um, <laughs> Plato, Aristotle, Socrates, right? Those guys to them, philosophy wasn't just figuring out the mind or figuring out purpose. It was connection to the spiritual. It was to understand the the sacred and the profane, right? The, the the physical and the spiritual too. It was still kind of that. It's one thing, uh-huh. and I think that if we look back in ancient cultures, you know, you look back at the Mesopotamian culture, the Babylonian culture, all their their cultures are built around their stories are built around the spiritual as well as the physical. Yeah, um, I think the same you, Egyptians. The same way, sure. Um, and and that's, ha- that's not something we have today. So the academia of today is is all about the physical, hundred percent physical, no spiritual at all. And I think that that has led us common people to follow in in step with them, right? If we're having the mysteries of the universe explained to them to us, you know, by some uh, robot in a wheelchair, then. You know, Stephen Hawking is a robot. He's not a real person anymore. <laughs> he died in 1983. Look it up. <laughs> Did you know that Stephen Hawking has, is the longest person to have has lived the longest with uh, with cerebral palsy? Not, no, he doesn't. It's not. That's not. Oh, that's not what he has. No, I don't know what he uh, has. It's uh, Lou Gehrig's disease, or no, it's some sort of genet, uh, some sort of uh, advanced like genetic thing. But he's the person. He's lived the longest with it. Like normally, you live like 20 years. What does Stephen Hawking done. have? 
According to Wikipedia, Hawking has a rare early-onset slow-progressing form of amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, also known as motor neurone disease or Lou Gehrig's disease. Lou Gehrig's? Lou Gehrig's disease. There you go. Do you know how, how long you usually live when you have Lou Gehrig's disease? Like 15 years or not? About five years. Three to five years is usually how long you have. Okay? And he's had it for 50 years. Do you know the number, the, the second longest... A uh, guy who lived with uh, Lou Gehrig's disease, twenty-one years. The second longest, yeah, of Lou Gehrig's disease. So he's he's lived longer with Lou Gehrig's disease than all of them. <laughs> than almost every like, but then I mean, ten times longer than than you would normally think would be the longest you could live with it. Right. He's he's he he died a while ago, and they covered him up because he's a great person to use as a mouthpiece to. Put down the stamp of approval. Oh, you can't argue with this because Stephen Hawking is the smartest man in the world. And he says, meh. <laughs> so and that so being he's, said. He's a propaganda mouthpiece. Anyway. Wielding miracles. Now, but where are we at now? And where would you throw in, like, your Alistair Crawley's, your L. Ron Hubbard's, your... I don't think those guys were doing miracles. I think those well, guys were... Sh- sure. And also, also, also remember when, when I talk about, like, magic... Like it's not lightning bolts from your fingers. Like right. the, the magic is in the ritual and in the shared experience. And you know, there's more magic magic in a church service than there's in a there's more magic in an evangelical church service than there is in a Wiccan cult or a Wiccan coven. Okay. okay. Just take that, Kardashians. All right. <laughs> so a, a, a Wiccan having an altar to you know the goddess in there and, and you know dancing under the light of the the full moon while naked. Right. While erotic. All things you've done. It has has does not have uh, even nearly it does not doesn't have the same magical power that that a church a Baptist does. church service has. Yeah, glory. There's, number one, <laughs> there's more belief. Amen. Per individual, preach it in there, and they're 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 going Bring through it. ritual the mm-hmm. same. That's a good work. Way mm-hmm. every <laughs> single Sunday, and there's they're 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 charging their spiritual battery, <laughs> which yeah. is a real thing. Like yeah. you. you Hey, you, you've you've been in the pulpit. You've not in the pulpit, but you've been in church. Actually, service. I have. I've preached when in a Baptist church. When a ba- independent Baptist a- church, I stood up and preached. Man. Okay, good for you. Who cares? <laughs> your medal's in the mail. Can I get a tracking number at least? <laughs> your medal's in the mail. Anyway, um, the you've been in the recharging m- the battery. Yeah, where a pastor has said that from the pulpit. Oh, Come sure. Sunday morning, recharge the batteries. Feeling good for the rest of the week, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But you are you're re- actually thing. really recharging your spiritual batteries by participating in that ritual, you know, uh, and and storing up that magical energy. You know, that's why I, I, I stand outside of big churches with a straw and just <sighs> give me the magical energy. <laughs> <laughs> I suck it up. Uh, so like you know, w- was Alistair Crowley so, shooting lightning bolts out of his fingers? No, but he was right. He was performing these rituals, and enough people believed that he knew what was going on. Yeah, that he convinced them, and then they did whatever he wanted them to do, and he got his way. I thought that was interesting what Sam said and about th- the prophets of Baal. Yeah, <laughs> the rap battle. <laughs> and you said, "What'd you call it? You call it a wizard's duel?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh God, I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, but that was just something I was thinking about. Did we lose the ability to perform miracles? So now, but let me ask you this. Is I don't it, think lose the ability, but maybe forget the ability is more Well, more apropos. Well, either way, we don't have yeah. it. But so that's my question. Then. I, I, think, I think it can be But could be we had. get it? it? Yeah, it can be okay. had. Yeah, but you know, it's faith and it's it's understanding how- And people just don't have the it? The spiritual world works. I think they don't care to. But as I'm saying, nobody does? Like, is there nobody on the planet that does, that can do, can- can wield the power of God in the physical realm. Sure. To I think there are. Yeah, okay. I think there are. Okay. I think they're few and far between. Well, obviously Benny Hinn. I mean, but other than that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, is there is there, like, who? I mean, I guess. I mean, it's not like you have names, but like, do you just think it's people that you don't hear about or that we don't know about? Or, well, I, or I, I don't. I don't think that that. What or, or it, if they did, it's not necessarily that you would hear about it. Is that more the way that you look at it? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you, you don't because hear- if you really had it, it's not like you're going to tell people. Yeah, you wouldn't. Uh, well, I mean, maybe you would, maybe you wouldn't, but you don't you know the uh, the the old lady who who pr- goes in her prayer closet 
for two hours a day and prays yeah. every day. And then she finds out somebody in the church has cancer, and she starts praying for them. And the and cancer is in remission. Yeah, like miraculously, just it goes into remission. Yeah, like there's, there's maybe that's maybe she caused it. Maybe it was her prayer. Yeah, that did it. Yeah, her praying for it specifically because she has such a amount of power on the spiritual realm, she can make that happen. Yeah, but they no one would correlate him as a thing. As a thing. Yeah, it's just oh Jesus did a miracle. God did a miracle in this person's life. And the cancer is written in remission. Yeah. And 99% of the people in the church would chalk it up to, oh, good luck. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just had good luck and, and their body did what it's supposed to and the cancer is in remission now. Awful lucky that that happened. Hmm. No one would be like, oh, it was because the little old lady who pray, who's prayed for, you know, a million hours over her life <laughs> yeah. started praying for this, the, the person with cancer. No one, no one would make that... that uh, and it's not like the old, that and that's connection. what I'm saying. I think there's a humility probably that goes along with it. Sure. Because I, I mean, I think, I think like you know the David E. Taylor, you know, he's going to cure cancer. Yeah. Uh, I think this month, isn't it? <laughs> but whatever it is, um, you know, I, I think anybody that sort of handles it in that regard, I think that's probably a sign from the get go that they're not on the up and up, exactly. right? I don't think because Jesus didn't do that when he was here either. Now the crowds followed him and stuff like that, but it wasn't. He wasn't like, you know. Hey, 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 Simon Peter, send out a tweet. We're going into Nazareth next week. We got yeah. we got to get everybody in. You know, like it, it wasn't that sort of thing. You know, like it, like like everyone that claims that today seems to make it out to be. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you watch some of David E. Taylor's uh, stuff, you know, even like on his website and stuff or on his YouTube, you know, he claims to have met with God face to face, Jesus face to face, and all this other stuff. You know, um, and I think anybody that sort of does that is probably not. That's probably not. Real, yeah, you know, for lack of a better yeah. T- term. So, yeah, I, right. I, I don't well. think, I don't think that, uh, I don't, th- <laughs> I think that, let's say you, you spent all your time trying to learn how to walk on water, and then one day you finally did it, yeah, and you're like, oh, cool, I got to show everybody now, and you're like, look at me, I can walk on water, yeah, uh, you step on the water, probably splat, right there, yeah, you know, because, uh, uh, I don't, I don't think that it works that way. Plus, uh, who needs to walk on water? Like, what is that accomplishing at all? Well, I, I I mean I think it could probably benefit some folks in Houston right about now, but <laughs> maybe maybe because uh, they are screwed. But down for there. instance, don't know if you let's heard, look, but... let's look at when when Jesus walked on water, right? Mm-hmm. What was he doing? Like he had a specific plan there. Yeah, well, yeah. But it was to reveal himself to to his disciples and show them that that he had power over the physical realm. Like he was a spiritual teacher and teaching them all these spiritual things and showing right. them all these these you know. These divine acts, but to to be able to to have the the power over the weather, and the very forces of nature. Yeah, he who calms the wind and seas. It's kind of it's a it's a whole different different thing. Yeah. And I think that that was part of his revealing his power level to his disciples, and that's that's what it was for. So it didn't really have there would there was no. The, the, for for me to be like okay I'm gonna walk on water what would it prove it wouldn't prove it wouldn't prove anything right and I don't think that and see again sort of looking at that the the reasoning and stuff I think if you I think if the mindset is I'm going to have I'm going to get to enough faith to or you know harness enough faith or however you want to phrase it you know to walk on water mm-hmm. I think I think then you have the wrong motive from the get go yeah you know like if you if you if you saw a kid drowning and had to walk on water and just did it, I, I think that's different, you know, yeah. like because the, the mindset of like out of necessity or I'm doing what the Lord wants or what the Spirit moves me to do in that moment, like that is true faith as opposed to the idea of I I must learn to walk on water or you know, uh, you know, bring rain or get rid of rain or you know that that sort of yeah. thing, you know, or so, whatever the miracle quote unquote. So might be. let's say you ascend. Let's say let's let's say for instance spiritual uh-huh. ascension. Our spiritual enlightenment is like a tiered program, right? right. <laughs> Where you go up through level one, then level two, level three, right? Mm, heard Scientology. Let's let's say we call the final level clear, if you will. Yes. Okay. Let's say that you have gotten clear. <laughs> That's right. Right. Hundred percent clear. <laughs> yeah. You're you're at level one hundred. Yeah. Right. I think part of being and getting to attaining attaining level one hundred is realizing and and knowing. Let's say you know all the secrets of the universe, right? Yeah. You know. Right. You 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 know how. How, where where the winds come from? Okay, yeah. you for example, you you understand the secrets of the physical and the spiritual. Yeah, 
I think that that you would never ever start preaching those from the mountaintops. Exactly. That's yeah. Because you understand that part of knowing and attaining those answers and realizing those answers and understanding the mysteries of the universe is in the journey to attain them for themselves. So it's not just the information for information's it's, it's, sake. It's the journey yeah. along the yeah. way that it leads to the spiritual development that lets you understand the spiritual truths. She's being a little bitch, man. GTFO, Frida. Come on. I'm about to swat her with this DVD. Anyway. <laughs> um. So, so yeah, you wouldn't necessarily... Uh, you would sh- just share those answers mm-hmm. because part of understanding or the answers... Or walk on water. Like, it's the same yeah, kind of thing. It's yeah, it's part of understanding those answers is to, to attain them yourself. Like, pearls before swine. You don't cast your pearls before swine, meaning you don't you don't tell and give amazing, awesome things to people who don't have who have no appreciation for them. Right. Right. So if you you talk to somebody about uh, who who is complete atheist, one hundred percent materialist, like there's no there's no way that you could ever convince them, uh, or if you were to drop a, a big spiritual truth on their on top of their heads, they right. they would dismiss it as hogwash. Because they're starting from a point of material reductionism and atheism, and they have they have <clears throat> zero faculty to appreciate what you're telling them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's probably how it is. Yeah. So I, I think that I think the whole miracle thing is a moot point. Yeah. Like, uh, I think that that prayer changes things, and that uh, miracles can happen, but. They you, people don't preach miracles from the mountaintop, and anytime somebody comes along selling you miracles, it's a lie. They're from they're the lying. Yeah, they're lying. Yeah, because that's not the way miracle miracles happen. That's not the way miracles function. Um, so you know, uh, it, but the, the stuff with Pentecost too, like you know, the Holy Spirit came down uh, as flaming tongues of fire on people, and they all of a sudden they were able to do these amazing miracles and these you know amazing eye-popping things. But I don't think that that was necessarily because that's the true power of the Holy Spirit inside of you. Maybe it is, but I think that's maybe... Ju- I mean, they, maybe that's just the Holy Spirit trying to adjust the power levels, you know, because he's never inhabited a human body before. Right. So he, like, gets in to the uh, to, to Peter, and he's he's like, all right, Peter, let's go. And Peter's like, whoa, all this power. And the Holy Spirit's like, oh, okay, didn't mean to do that. Didn't give you to mean you so much. Didn't think... Thought you could handle more than that. Right. Let's back this up a little bit. No, not really, but. I'm trying to see. I'm just trying to look up here and see when the. Uh... Oh, when the David E. Teller thing is happening? Yeah, when the cancer's uh, going to be cured. If you want God to pronounce a blessing. Oh, season of Rosh Hashanah. Oh, of course. All these guys mix in Judaism, too. God, just let it go. <laughs> uh, it makes them sound more legit, too, you know? Oh. September fourth through eleventh. Oh, so they're there now. Oh, wow. uh, they're they're in the they're in the Holy Land, man. Tour Wait, of a lifetime. They're in Israel, on the very soul soil that the Lord Himself walked on. Yeah, in Israel. Yeah. Hmm. Awesome. Yeah, I'm trying to see. I, I it's looking like it was scrubbed. <laughs> Maybe they had to cancel the whole cancer event. Sucks for anybody with cancer still, but yeah, uh, yeah. calling all recruits, million man army. What the this guy. I think I think he I think I'm looking at his Facebook page. I think what happened is like one of his buddies um like learned Photoshop and then they were just like, dude, what if and they just and they haven't stopped since because <laughs> it's just oh, so but here's the thing with people like David D. Taylor is that they have to constantly have the next big event coming up. Right. Well that's what it yeah, that's so so that the pe- the small group of people who donate to them on a regular basis, yeah, like oh, have something to look forward to. Well, they constantly have something that you know they have to be donating to. You know, hey, we want to do this. We got a big vision for Jesus. Oh, Crusade Against Cancer Part Two. Yeah, so I guess they just had it. Yeah. So Part Two is uh, December 29th through January first. Yeah. Oh, so it's a New Year's party because Jesus never called us to have a big vision. He calls us to be faithful in- where we are. Right. He doesn't. He doesn't call us to have a big vision. Right. Right. Like. That's the thing things really frustrates me with like I've got this big vision for the Lord, right? Right, and you're pastor of a mega church. Well, okay, f- fine, but 
the 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 person who says I've got this vision for Christ and all I need is is access to your bank account. Okay, right. that type. Right. Like the Lord really doesn't come along too many times and say, "Hey, here's a giant vision. Do it." Yeah. <laughs> um. And the documented times when he has, he usually has to drag the person he's given the vision to, kicking and Along, screaming yeah. <laughs> into the vision. That's right. Like Moses, right? Moses didn't get uh, uh, called up uh, uh, on top of the holy mountain and was like, "Hey, yeah, sure, yeah, uh, yeah, no, go go back to the to the people group that absolutely hates me that runs the world right now and tell them to let my people let right. let their slaves go." <laughs> On my way there now? Yeah, no, no, he <laughs> ran away and hid for 40 years. Right. Okay. Um, you know, uh, there, there's there's a lot of well-documented instances in Scripture where the prophet or the person who's given the vision is dragged kicking and screaming into the vision. Right, right? Or, or stopped by a donkey because they wouldn't listen to anybody else. <laughs> you know, Jonah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah there's, there's, a, there's a lot of them. Um so the Lord coming to you with a vision and saying, "Hey, do this." Um, you know, uh, there's there's a lot of really good things, and there's nothing wrong with wanting to uh, build an addition to your to your church, or or you know, get a nicer building, or or sure. or you know, being able to buy a church van so you can pick up people for church. Um, there's nothing wrong with that kind of stuff. Um, but. If it becomes something that's constantly raising money for, you know, I have another vision from the Lord, and he says we need to raise $5,000 for blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, uh, first off, if the Lord gives you a vision, and it's real, like, the money's going to come when it comes, and right. you're not going to have to worry about it too right. much. And if you do have to worry about it, maybe you need to sit where you are and spin your wheels a little bit longer. Doing your in your in your ministry for a little bit longer yeah. to learn your lesson and develop character, so that when that million dollar check comes from anonymous donor, you're doing what you're supposed to with it. You have the character to to you know not spend it on Armani suits or uh, <laughs> yeah. nice belts. I yeah. like their belts. Yeah, their belts are nice. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, or that's, you know, that's for ministry. Taking a Bentley and turning it into an even longer Bentley. <laughs> well, that's the first thing I plan to do with my Tesla, Matt. We're gonna get the Tesla, and then we're gonna make it a stretch Tesla. Yeah. Uh, no. So and then have your crook, have your crook accountant value it at higher than it right? is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for the church, for the church, Matt. For the church, how dare you? And so you can cl- <laughs> you can claim that God gave you a Bentley and fifty grand. Yeah. When no, actually, you just spent two hundred grand, <laughs> or you spent one hundred and fifty grand. Right. Uh, on something that's now worth, allegedly worth two hundred grand. Right. This other guy, this 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 shouting moron. I believe I brought him up on the show before. Uh, uh, Josh Firestein, Firestein, however you say it. Uh, it, it. He he just Firestein. You said fire. It's F E U E R S T I N, T E I N, Firestein, Firestein. And he has he he has that voice. And and every time one of my friends says Stein, Stein, Stein. Uh, every time one of my friends shares his videos, I hate it so much. This is his latest one. 425,000 views on uh-huh. his Facebook page. This was posted, uh, how long ago was this posted? Who knows? Uh, 425,000 views. The headline is, How to Stop a Man from Cheating in 60 Seconds. That's the title of the video, man. Uh-huh. I'm interested. Are you interested? The... <laughs> Okay. Before he gets, he gets to his conclusion, yeah. we'll see if his conclusion is the same as mine. Uh-huh. My conclusion is, if you want to... Stop a man from cheating. Yeah, have sex with him more. <laughs> like the best way to yeah. make sure your husband doesn't cheat on you. Yeah, is to make sure that he's he, that his sex he has a good sex life. Yeah, and the same thing is 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 true for the inverse. If yeah. you want to keep your wife, you know, happy, uh-huh. uh, keep her exhausted. You know. <laughs> so like never, if you never do, do the dishes, if you're so doing, she has to do them if all. you're doing sex oh, right. Wait. If you're doing sex right, she's not going to talk too much after sex because she's going to fall asleep because she's tired. Okay. 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 Uh, well, as a husband, I wholeheartedly agree, babe. I hope you're listening. Um. <laughs> talk to you for a minute because a new study just came out that said men cheat on their wives because eventually marriage gets boring. Here's the reality. If marriage is boring, it's because you're boring. You know, if the grass looks greener on the other side, it's because you ain't watering your own lawn. 
I'm gonna say mm. that again. If the grass <laughs> looks greener on the other side, it's because you ain't watering your own lawn. You gotta invest in your marriage. You gotta romance your wife. That's why she fell in love with you in the first place. Stop doing the thing that won her over. That's when it gets boring. In fact, I'm a good Jesus-loving Christian man, but the other <laughs> night I brought my wife home a box. Nope. Your internet pooped out. Or it's buffering. Either way. He, he, he's he got so much stuff about... Uh, I, I believe the one that I played on our show before was when he said... Uh, it was when all that stuff was going down with the Dallas police, and he's like, he's like, if you if you see somebody shooting at police, then you shoot at them. Like, wasn't that his thing? Yeah. I don't know. I and he's, don't like, know. he's like, I've got this right here, and it's got 15 rounds, and I'm going to give it to anybody that gives it to cops. I'm pretty sure that's, that was the video that we watched. Uh-huh. And I was... Because somebody that came across my newsfeed, somebody reshared it, and I was like... I cannot stand people to do this. And especially people like this that sort of fashion themselves as, because I, I, I was looking at his homepage on Facebook as well, looking for the video section, and there's like so much other commentary and just just nonsense about what's going on that because he fashions himself as a pastor, I believe he preaches somewhere, but it's like y- y- you're commenting on everything. Like why why do you have to comment on, on politics? Why do you have to comment on all this other stuff? Those like likes just, and those upvotes, man. Yeah, but come on, man. You get enough views on YouTube, man. It's like passing the collection plate. Is it up now? No. Is it working? No, it's not. Oh. But anyways. Well, what was he going to say? Now. What was he going to say? I have no idea. You just decided to play a video. random video of nothing? I did. Okay. I did. Mainly so I could hear his terrible voice. I don't, necessarily, how much I, don't, I, hate him. I don't necessarily disagree with, with what he was saying there. Yeah, I don't necessarily either. I don't know, man. Marriage is... Uh, I, I, I really think, and this may be just where I'm at right now, um, and welcome to the personal hour, but... Well, hold on, before you get to the personal... Well, no, continue, continue. Well, I mean, I was just going to say, it It feels like it is it is going to be, and is, and is going to continually be, a never-ending battle for time. Yeah. Like, like I, I look at, and, and no offense, and I'm not saying this in a negative way about you, but like I look at your life and I'm like... Matt lives a dream. <laughs> like it's it's, no. it's when he sits across his greener. Like I'm I'm not really looking at other women. Like I mean yeah. I mean occasionally maybe I see somebody, but like I'm it's not like I'm like boy if I was with so and so you know I, I wouldn't my life wouldn't be the way that it is. Like I, I don't think that way. Yeah. But I look at your life and I'm like, man, it's everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's like it's like time, time, time. I don't have it. I don't have it. Yeah. And I don't. I feel I feel restricted and that I can't get it. And that is, that's a, a struggling, that is a, a really harsh reality for a man that is about to turn 30. Yeah. You know? You could always sleep less. I, well, I tr- I t- attempt to do that. I'm probably going to go home after this and, and uh, ship off this um, big shipment to Amazon. I got all these products and everything I bought is ready to roll into Amazon, so... Bush beer? We've talked about this. We've talked about this. Anyway. This episode brought to you by Bush Beer. Yeah. This episode brought to you by roommates who rummage around in the icebox when you've told them explicitly when you're sitting at the table, stay out of the kitchen because it makes noise. Episode 156 brought to you by Bush Beer. Uh, no, what I was about to say, the one thing I, I, I disagree with him on is that if your marriage is boring, it's because you're boring. No. Sometimes marriages are boring. Like, like yeah. Sh- you're married to a person, right? You see them every day. You wake mm-hmm. up with, uh, next to them and you go to bed next to them. Like you're constantly around them. Yeah. Around kids. Like boredom is inevitable. Mhm. It's not because you're not boring or because you're or you're boring or because you're doing the wrong thing. Yeah. It's because it's, boredom is inevitable in life. You, it's not necessarily a bad thing, is what you saying. Well, no, it boredom isn't isn't a good thing. But it's what you do with the boredom that makes it either good or bad, right? Um, but but the, the 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 being boring or 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 feeling bored uh, isn't isn't because you're boring or because you're doing the wrong thing. Sometimes that just happens, you know. And that's that's you gotta you gotta just plow through it. You gotta keep on doing the same thing that you know to be doing that same boring thing mm-hmm. until it becomes unboring again, mm-hmm. you know. Or maybe you change it up. But but there's no correlation between if like you're me, bored, I, I, that means you're a boring person. Yeah. Well, to me, like I thought, dude, I w- I would love to wake up in the morning and think like my life is boring. Yeah. 
Like, like that, that's, that feels like almost, like I said, everything I'm pushing against. Like, I feel like mm, if I could just have, like my, my daughter is scheduled to have surgery. Well, we'll, act, we'll find out Friday if she can go through with it. They did a catheter today and they said, it looks like she has an infection, but they'll know for sure Friday. And if she does, we're going to have to postpone it. But the schedule surgery is scheduled for Monday morning of this coming week. Um, and I'm off the whole week because she's probably going to have a five day recovery time in the hospital. She'll be in the, you know, my daughter will be in the hospital. It's pretty, mm-hmm. pretty big deal. You know, that we're staring down the barrel off and, and I can't, I, and it's not that I don't care about my daughter. I love my daughter more than anything in the world. I love that little girl more than anything in the world, but I can't help but think I will not be going to work for a week. <laughs> yeah. Like, and just the usage of that time. And I'm going to be at the hospital running back and forth. Lucas will be, you know, parents are going to have him for part of the time we're going to have him you know it's it's going to be crazy but like it's just it's just like i'll be focusing on my family as opposed to focusing on on work unfortunately yeah and i don't know man i i don't i don't i don't <laughs> hopefully nobody from work listens to this or who cares if they do whatever but uh, nobody <laughs> i don't think we were wor- meant to work I think there's something to be said for the 40-hour work week now I, I i think you can work more hours than that if you're doing different jobs Sure. But I think one job, no matter how interesting it might be, over about 45 hours a week is just, it's just, I don't know. And I'm not complaining and I do it physically, but like it just, it's the mind, man. The mind is just not, I don't know. Maybe it's just my age and, and my wiring. Maybe it's my wiring. Maybe some folks just lock right in seventy hours a week. Who cares? But me, I'm just like, I'm just, I'm chomping at the bit of, of, Everything else that I see outside of putting 50 hours into someone else's dream, mm-hmm. into someone else's dream. And that's a realization I've come to in the last eight months, you know, really, really honestly, since I started doing the reselling, because I was like, there is money other places where I work for my dream and not other people's. Yeah. You know, maybe not as much. And maybe I can't support myself. And there's a whole host of questions to ask there. But it's like, I look at it and I'm just like, the self satisfaction of, of working towards my dream and not someone else's is really really tempting to me yeah so i don't how to get on that topic <laughs> oh boring marriage being boring yeah yeah who knows man anyways this has been give that some thought yeah uh you know where to find us on the instagrams and the uh facebookeries <laughs> oh by the way it let me know the that tweets. you uh signed up on instagram man i saw that when did i do that I don't know, like last week. I got a notification. It was like, your contact, Matt Hume, is on Instagram. Oh. I followed you. I doubt you'll share. I was probably just... You probably just wanted to see, because I think, because your sister posts a lot of pictures of the kid. Uh, Probably either that or boobies from some Insta-ho. There's a lot of boobies, but there's no um, nudity. They don't allow nudity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, no, I, I, I don't. But I don't. my personal theory is, when as soon as people upload nudity before it gets removed, it just automatically archived to Zuck's personal collection. Probably personal theory. Um, you know, could be wrong. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't necessarily are. remember that, but I think it might have been. I think it might have been a longer than we go. I don't. Yeah, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm certainly not active on Instagram <laughs> at all. Well, yeah, you're not. Uh, you're not white and in your twenties and have a vagina. Well, you may have a vagina because I've no, never seen your. No, I don't. But. I don't. Trust me, it's there. It's, it's all Washing there. in your balls. And it would be really weird if you had balls in a vagina. <laughs> so. Just two balls hanging down from the bottom <laughs> of your <laughs> vagina? <laughs> and we, we had to go there. We had a great episode with none of that. That would be like the... If you put that... like That would be a, like a weird <laughs> alien's face. That, yeah. Because that would be like the chin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the mouth. Yeah. No, it works. It works. Mm-hmm. Draw it out. Some artists, please send us a rendering of... Well, not you. You're not an artist. That's not... Those are lines, Matt. That's not... Well, maybe, maybe you get to come down from here. Okay. I and mean, one always hangs a little bit lower. I- so you kinda- <laughs> that looks like a heart with a tulip at the bottom of it. Well, I mean, you know, flowers and shit. That's vagina. Yeah, not really. I'm, I'm, put- I'm going to put that on Facebook. You put... And it's going to be captionless, so that people can people know people have to Put listen to the show to find out what it is. It, you know? Oh yeah, the googly eyes, of course. And then, Anyways, uh, it looks like an alien to me. Everybody, go listen. If you're listening to this show, please go listen to Please Be Reasonable. If you're listening to this because you're a listener of Please Be Reasonable, thanks for joining us. And I'm sorry about the penis talk. Um, 
because <laughs> I imagine it doesn't resonate with their listeners, and that's fine. But what I do love about the fact that we were on their show is that it proves that a show like this mm-hmm. <laughs> and a show like that, yeah, both great shows, uh, can come together and have a great conversation about a ton of different things. And yeah. uh, it was a good time. Thanks for having us, and yeah. and uh, we'd love to have you guys. We need to have them on our show now. Sure, sure. And we we'll do, do it like we do it, and uh, <laughs> yeah, they and, can be here. Yeah. <laughs> So, they could be like, uh, no comment, uh, no comment. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no comment. <laughs> we'll just keep talking about conspiracy theories and wieners, and they're like, I did like. The, well, thanks for having the, us. The one thing, <laughs> the, the one thing Sam's wife said after. I, oh yeah, I, was, I did notice. I told my wife that she was yeah. like, you you sound way more intelligent <laughs> on this podcast than you did on yeah. your podcast. Yeah, and yeah. like, well, yeah, cause that's because I don't play the the stoner buffoon. Yeah, you know. But see, you you we've kind of gotten out of that too, though. Because like if you listen to our last couple of episodes, you've had long like like soliloquies about God knows what, but and where you just kind of like go, yeah, like you just you know, and I I sit back and it's informative and 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 I enjoy it, oh, but uh, <laughs> but you did they they we certainly gave you that platform you know on that episode yeah. as well. I don't know how much they cut. They, they gave me the impression they cut more than we do and and yeah. and in and, and out, but you know who knows whatever. I'm gonna listen to it. Uh, you guys should go listen to it. It's please be reasonable. It's on. It's on. That's where podcasts are. Yep. <laughs> if you get, the only thing, unfortunately, I sound like such a bad co-host or such a bad plugger. But the only thing I know for verified is them is at PBRcast on Twitter. So I'm sure all links to everywhere else and where you can download it mm-hmm. uh, are going to be on there. Yep. Yep. So yeah, look forward to that and, and check it out, everybody. Thanks for li- listening, everybody out there in Audio Land. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.